I have this question, and I kind of want to know what listeners think about it, because it's really weird. Uh, and even in, like, talking to Ryan in the time since, it, it's come off as very weird. Um, and I partially blame myself um, up front. Um, I got someone's phone number over the weekend, um, and the details on it is the person is a visual artist. Um, it's one of the first things they told me. Um, and she wrote it down for me on a post-it note because I had a very large stack of post-it notes on my coffee table because um, that's how I keep my shopping list going. But anyways, uh, I looked at it the next morning and I'm 100% sure that I had her name right. And we'll say her name's like Samantha. Uh, she wrote a different first name down above her number. Uh why would someone do that? Like, what would the reason be? Because the phone number's right. It's the correct phone number. Nicole, you might have experience, but I kind of <laughs> want to hear what the listeners have to say. Like, what is, like, the reason? So we now... Yeah, have... dude, she thought you were a fucking psycho, and she did not want to see you anymore. But, like, wouldn't you give a fake phone number in that situation? No, she wants to keep tabs on you. Now she has your phone number, and she's tracking your location to make sure that she can stay far away from you. I think that's fair. Um, my my response would be that she tells people she has one name until she is ready to tell them her real name. So you think that she's kind of opening up to me? <laughs> uh, Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't take it as like a huge nod, but. Uh, I, I'm going to, but um, if you guys tweet at us, <laughs> you guys could tweet at us. Uh, we have a Twitter account now, it's RTC Pod. Uh, on the Twitter. Um, you could tweet us your answers because um, we just kind of want to see. I just want the best theories and we'll read them on the air because <laughs> you guys are pretty creative. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, Would you like to get into some voicemails? Yeah, I think yes. that's the only way I'm going to get past this. All right, here we go. Hey, guys. Uh, first time, long time. Um, my wife's boyfriend Derek is running in his first marathon pretty soon and my wife says that she'll divorce me if um, I don't go and cheer him on so uh, I just want a little bit of advice about whether or not I should go and cheer him on and if so what kind of sign should I make it sort of a complicated family situation so I, I need to be a little uh, careful about what kind of things I see on the sign before uh, Derek gets mad at me so if you could give me a little bit of advice about how I how I go about um, carrying them on and and if I should make a sign and, and what best sign should be, that would be great. All right, thanks, bye. I think that the most important thing in any relationship is to support your partner and what they're interested in. Do you think uh, he's mm -hmm. using the word boyfriend the way that women use the term girlfriend? Like, this is just, this well, instead of, like, my wife's, this is my wife's girlfriend. This is one of her girlfriends. This is, uh, this is, this is one of his, instead of. I, I think, I think, 20, I think it's a. 2018. Nicole, do you, do you say that? Do you say, this um, is just one of my boyfriends? When referring to a male friend? No. So in those I have two theories. It's a fake call. The other one is that. That call sounded real. It wasn't Chris. So my second theory is that this is this is a friend of the wife, and he's jealous. So he's calling him the boyfriend because he has to play nice. 
So his, um, his, sh- his sign should just be like, go person. Which is always a safe bet. <laughs> go person. Uh, do you remember uh, at Prenets when it was sponsored by Brooks, they would give out signs? Yeah, and they'd be like, run happy on one side and yeah, and then something it would blank. Say like, give me some mo, and then it would be like blank. Uh, do you remember that? Nicole just said, yeah, yeah. But do you remember like the one that said like, give me some mo? I don't remember that one, no. Uh, mm-hmm. It was centered around Brooks had an old cushioning material called Mogo, and then it became Biomogo. <laughs> All right, well, we have our first corporate spy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're doing a new thing here called aspirational advertising, uh, where we just mention brands and then Chris circle back and get some money from Brooks for this. Uh, but it was just kind of a weird sign because it was also around the time that song Becky came out. Becky. Uh, with the good hair but no was it uh who sings the song becky chris do you know i can look it up for you yeah this is this back when becky was another word for fellatio instead of being a white girl god like becky with the good hair um piles piles uh had a song called becky um so there was a girl at the race uh a teammate named becky and (laughs) she has a sign that says give me some little becky which is a lyric from the song. Um, but it means... But it means, yeah. So back to circle, putting someone's name on a sign isn't always a show of respect. So if there's a way, if there's a second layer to it where you could say something about Derek. Don't shit your pants, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> I just Googled, I just Googled like things put on race signs. And one just says, you look hot. And I put a comma in the thing. <laughs> What about what about something where it's just like don't shit your pants again? <laughs> yeah, I like that. I think that's good, and those might be a good like that's a fun thing to do. Uh, you could put something like you're tearing my family apart, Derek. <laughs> about may, may the course be with you. I've never seen that before. That's a clever one. May the course. I'm sure the <laughs> Disneyland Star Wars marathons. Oh, this could be an interesting one. If you think this is hard, try dating you. <laughs> oh, that's oh, a good wow. one. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. This is runtothefinish.com. What about putting uh, a sign that says, if you think this is hard, try watching you have sex with my wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and because I think, I think, yeah, Next I think question. that's the best sign. Well, actually, before you even have to make a sign, if your marriage is on the line, would you even go to cheer this guy on? I don't think the marriage is on the line. I think he's just jealous. But in the hypothetical that Chris is presenting, okay. and I and the, dating, and the caller, is the caller said, the thing is uh, a uh, Chris's sign. new hypothetical. No, the caller said that if his wife is threatening to divorce him if he doesn't sure. go and cheer. So if this is the case, caller... Don't go. Just leave. Are you out of your mind? You don't need. You don't need to be subjected to that kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. those those sorts of mm-hmm. ultimatums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's uh. I it's, think uh, your 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 wife should be uh. I shouldn't think, have a boyfriend named Derek. I don't think you should ever be in a relationship one where they're dating someone else at the same time, but two where they're issuing ultimatums. Like that doesn't seem fair. Right. To me. 
I would take a self-care day. I would go see I Feel Pretty. <laughs> I would go to the old spaghetti factory. And I would treat myself like a princess. What about just a sign that says pain is weakness leaving the body? Well, like a, yeah, like a prefontaine quote? Yeah, like, that's fine. Is that you a, should attribute it to Derek. You should say, uh, today is a good day to die. <laughs> Derek. What if you just printed out a big picture of his face and you held it up in front of yours when he went by? And then like stabbed it. <laughs> Through the eyes. What about just giving him really bad running nicknames? Like, let's say his name's like Derek Stevens. You just call him like Derek Hepatitis B Heat Stevens. <laughs> I can get behind that too. All right, next call. All right. Uh, this person, this group of people called in three times. So they have three different questions. I First would, one. I also think I know who these people are. Can we consolidate it? I don't want to listen to these people three times. All right, so I'll pick only the second one. They also addressed me for some reason. Yeah, because they know you. I know who these people dreamboat. are. It's Columbus, Ohio. I think it's one of the mm-hmm. Columbus running people. I think it's 1607 podcast or 1609. Yes, 1609 meters. 1609 podcast. They're still calling each episode a different lap, but their podcast is named after a mile. Did they get to episode four and not want to quit? Hi, Chris. That's good. Um, we have a hypothetical slash would you rather. So hypothetical, say you are a member on a team and there's a girl on the team, the same team as you, and she's faster than you at everything. And one day while you're out on a run, she gets bit by a venomous snake. Would you rather slurp the venom out of her leg, save her, she continues to run, or... Would you rather watch the venom seep, leaving her unable to run, possibly unable to continue to live, but also making you number one on the team? Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. So let's boil the question down to what they're really asking. Do are I you care? a good person <laughs> or are you a psychopath? Mm-mm. Should I should I answer? Yeah, Chris. Yeah, it was actually asked to Chris. We can give you guidance, but you need to answer the question ultimately. No, one hundred percent. I would suck the venom out of the girl's leg and allow her to continue running. No, they said slurp. Slurp. I would slurp. (laughs) Slurp. Yeah, I would. I would. I would help the poor girl. I don't care about being the number one runner on the team. I disagree with you, and that's why. You're not really going to make it that far. In this <laughs> Just because you're not the one killing her doesn't mean you have to save her. You know, it's uh, Batman Begins with uh, Ra's al Ghul. You have a movie reference for everything. And I think one of the listeners tweeted that like last week. That I have a movie reference. For- well, this one's very applicable. They said, uh, they said movie references and dad jokes is what you're good at. <laughs> Well, I have a dad, so uh, that helps. Uh, no, I, I think the thing is, is it's her own damn fault for getting bit by a snake. Like, why should you change your life because of someone else's bad decisions? Is he changing his life? He's keeping it the same by sucking the venom. He's changing it. By, he's changing it if he doesn't slurp it out. 
Well, I think you're presenting a more philosophical question. Yeah. You're, you're presenting more of a question, are you in control of everything in your own life? Yeah. And I think that, I don't know, I think from a certain perspective, by slurping out that venom, and again, from a philosophical perspective here, um, it's kind of that classic conundrum. If this uh, is what he's, he's about to get into, what uh, butterfly if, effect. What if your teammate is the baby version of Hitler. And so you suck up the venom, and then suddenly she grows up to be adult Hitler. Right. And, um, you know, suddenly? starts World War II. Very yeah. quickly. It's very because quickly. Of the, because, of, because of the residual <laughs> effects of the venom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's every single philosophical question can be answered by, where does baby Hitler come into this? So I say you let her die. <laughs> Yeah, Nicole? but then what if... Sorry, Nicole. <laughs> Me? Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like there's a solution where you don't personally have to slurp the venom because you're, like, running next to a hospital. I don't think you can add variables. No, I don't like variables. That's like saying, like, okay, so here are the two options. Uh... Would you rather watch your teammate get bit <laughs> by a snake or rather her not get bit by a snake? And like, that's... Uh... Yeah, not bit by a snake. There you go. Okay. I'm sorry. That was super easy. Yeah. Next question. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next question. <laughs> Even if she is baby Hitler. Um, we are not to judge. <laughs> eh, if they're baby Hitler, I think you can judge. <laughs> I think that's fair. Okay, here's the next question. Yo, what up? B-Bone, the bone man, <laughs> young B-Bone, thought we were rolling, um, called in last time, but Chris said my, uh, my call was too long for the show, so, uh, guess not, but, uh, question is, is what's the hardest distance event to run, 800, mile, or 2 mile, 5k, 3k steeple, 10k, huh? give me your, give me your input, give me your thoughts, B-Bone, the bone man, Bradley Brodsky, peace out. Um, Nicole, as a 3K <laughs> steepler, would you say that's the hardest event that he listed off? I would say it's something either the the 3K steeple or the 10K. Mm. Mm. I'd like uh, to differ. No, I, th- I think that I like the 3K steeple. I like 3K steeple answer because I think the 10K, nothing happens until the last mile. So. Really, it's like a five-mile group warm-up, and then like, but like a, a hard warm-up where someone's like one yeah, step. Like a hard warm-up, like you have a freshman who dropped out of the last workout and is trying to prove a point. <laughs> um, like he belongs. Uh, yeah, I think it's three K steeple because I think that um, first off, any race is hard. Like I think at a certain level. If you're credit running, to all the racers out there. <laughs> yeah. every, this is a, this is a different, credit to everyone. Uh, it's a different know. question. Like, what do you want to do compared to what is hard? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't want to do eight hundred or the mile. The, hard, the hardest race out of all of them is being a single mom. Oh, uh, this bit again. Uh, but uh, in reality, I think like if you're running all out, it's all difficult. Uh, but I think like the fact that there's a giant wooden barrier there. <laughs> I think so. What about this? Like, what about so? What's the three k world record for men and women? 
So I think it's probably like 720 for men. What's the 720 ish for men? What's it? What's the, what's it for women? That'll be close to eight men. minutes. Just 3K? So the record is 3K. Flat 3K. Women's Flat. record is 806. 806. And so then what's, it's like, what's the women's world record for steeplechase? Uh, That's under nine. Eight. Uh, so 850-ish? Uh, the women's one's 852. The men's one's 753. Right, so it's... 33-second difference. Yeah, it's um what and so even stuff like I think notoriously hard event also is the four hundred meter hurdle, um, and I'm almost always very impressed by how close they are to actual like like for men and women I think it was like forty six seconds and like fifty two or fifty three seconds for women which is like even if you went out and ran a four hundred meter at forty six seconds or fifty two or fifty three seconds that would be still be pretty fast like it wouldn't be that would be like very good college athlete um but you're really not too terribly far off of like being a very good just regular 400 meter runner mm -hmm. whereas like it must be pretty hard if you're still like a minute off of the world record for a flat i think part of it is that might be very flawed logic because yeah. it's like a cumul it's a more longer race but i just yeah. think like it's it's indicative of how fast these people can go flat and like yeah. how, how yeah. much slower re relative, you know, they're running to the flat event. Well, like think about it this way. Um, most steeplers don't start steepling. Like their first race isn't a steeple. It's usually like other events. And then the coach says, well, uh, too slow like, for Nicole, the mile. I think on the first track and field day in Michigan, it's probably like what, fourth, fifth grade steeplechase, right? Not in steeplechase. I was a sophomore. Not a hundred meter steeplechase dash. <laughs> yeah. So I think like what it is is that you already have a pretty good um, idea of how you are as a runner before you start steepling. Have Have any of you guys done a steeple? I've oh, done God, a steeple. No. I've done one. Um, I would. I, think it's a, I don't have. I don't have the confidence to run well, so as hard as I can. That's the thing. Is like. If, if you're a miler and I tell you to run a flat 3K, you're fine with it. If I tell you to run an 800, you're fine with it. If I tell you to run 100, you're fine with it. The fact that there's giant wooden barriers and a water pit. Hey, hey, they're metal. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes they're <laughs> rich kids' schools, they're metal. Um, so all I'm saying is, is that that level of added difficulty and like it's foreign, it almost becomes like something entirely different. Oh, yeah has to make it, I think, the most difficult because it's skill, strength, speed, like everything that you would have from a normal race, you're adding that in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's definitely not the 10K. Well, I think there's a certain type of like notch above crazy that you have to do to run a 10K well. Do you think the 10K is more of a me mental toughness? A little bit, yeah, because it's so boring. It's yeah, so long, like it's so long. You and you have, have to, to run hard, like, the whole time. I think Chris Zielinski was too interesting to have a long career as a 10K <laughs> runner. And his body started to just fall apart because it said, you're way too cool for this, dude. You're you're a rock and roll 5K guy. We're going to do whatever How we can. How fast did he run the 5 Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck all this. Did we see... Was this a goof? Am I misremembering this? Was this a dream? Is Paul Chalimo... Gonna debut in the steeplechase this season. 
I think it might have been a joke. I emailed his coach to get like an official word, and, and his coach just blew me off and didn't respond to my email. Yeah, that's a joke. Because if that's the case, so much. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I for yeah. years thought that like I just want to like, see the tweets about it. Like David Torrance like his tweets about it. I want to see like what Chalimo tweets about riding the steamboat. Yeah. This was easy. Mitch <laughs> have a good theory that like we thought Jordan McNamara or. Uh, David Torrance would have been like really good steeplers back in the day. I've always been really curious about Jordan McNamara because what's his, his mile PR is something like 352 or 351, like something really good. I barely know who Jordan McNamara is. And he's one of, like, that's a very, yeah. very fast time for the mile. So I think. Uh, you just like train all year and then pop one off in the summer? I think. Yeah, exactly. What's the deal? What's the deal with Jordan McNamara? uh, No, this kind of relates back to an old caller. Like, do you think that in Kenya, 352 is as big of a deal as it is here? Um, I mean, I think 352 make an Olympic team in Kenya. Did you say 352 or 332? 352. Okay. So, you know, it's kind of a thing, um, almost where it's it's not as fast as Matt Centroids. it's not as fast as Alan White. Like the other people that were here at the same time kind of covers it up. Um, Leo Manzano, I don't know what his PR is, but it's got to be. That's the crazy part is I think maybe I just need a, oh, a total reset in my brain about what's fast for yeah. the mile because I think that I think yeah. for you as, as runners, especially, I don't know. I mean, you're, you're just kind of, you're trained to think that. So you, you you run like I don't know like three fifty five and like oh shit that person's fast whereas like three fifty five is like really not that fast but then also you hear three fifty one and you're like that is very fast but then you think of the list of people that really haven't had a tremendously successful career just in terms of like medals and teams mm-hmm. like what like yeah like Jordan McNamara right like uh, I don't want to offend anybody because I I mean like I'm saying like it's it's really three fifty one is super fast but I think what like Will Lear has probably ran that fast, hasn't had as successful of a career as I would have hoped. I think yeah. Garrett Heath is still grinding it out, a, a traditionally a miler, but really hasn't had that much success. But these guys, those three dudes, have all ran like very, very so, low 350s, which is tremendous. Like if you if you did that, like when Alan Webb, they're not that far off of like being three like sub 350 guys, you know, like within two seconds, which I'm sure is a lot at that stage, but it's like unbelievable how close they are to being phenomenal. And they're just really not that big of a deal outside of anybody that's so, in this podcast. I think like the explanation really for that is on twofold. I think for people who aren't runners, anything under six minutes for the mile is the same. Like if you're at work and you tell someone like, oh, I ran a mile in five minutes and 30 seconds the other day, like they're going to think you just set the world record because they have like a very low bar. But you said something that resonated a little bit where you said like you have to reset what you think of times. Mm -hmm. And I think that's almost something that needs to happen with like the 3K steeple. Like there was a point not too long ago in the U.S. where we were like super stoked if a guy ran like 820 for steeple, Mm -hmm. like kind of Anthony Famigetti, right?
before what's her face got DQ'd. Not what's, I said I said what's her face got disqualified, and then I felt bad because I was saying she's relevant. What's her, it's um calling it quickly. Oh yeah, see steeple squigs, steeple squigs. So her Twitter handle. No, but here's my thing: is like if you look at someone like Evan Jager, who's dedicated himself full time to doing steeplechase, and he's at eight oh one, which is astounding. He's a great, amazing steeplechaser and an accomplished runner as well. But like, because he's run eight oh one, you get guys like Andy Bayer running eight fourteen, um, and Hillary Bohr uh, fast as well. So, kind of what my my connection to it is, is like, what if someone like Jordan McNamara, who was a great miler by like all standards, everything dedicated himself full time to steeplechase. That'd be pretty impressive, right? Like specializing uh, well, in steeplechase isn't a thing until lately. Well, you could throw, throw a theory. You yeah. could throw a th- I don't know anything about his training. Oh, wait, um. Let's go to the most qualified person to give <laughs> any opinion about this. Five <laughs> minutes after the conversation oh, started. Thanks guys. Um, there's, you could, you, one could theorize that, uh, he's only racing so much cause maybe he's injured and you're not going to steeple, like you don't have a long term. If you're going to get, if you're going to get injured, obviously I don't know. If you're going to get injured running the 15, you're going to get injured running the steeple and that's not going to so, Okay. That's, is, is, I don't want this to be a stupid or offensive question. Do you need to be a, a hardy of a hardier stock to run something like the steeple? You're kind of using the wrong visual words there, but kind of, yeah, it's, it, it's rough. You need to be a person. I'm sorry. Um, there's a certain durability. Certain amount of girth you need. <laughs> there's it's a certain second amount of durability. podcast that, that, that Tom's has dropped the word girth in and it just slips into the podcast. Can I be honest? It's because I have I'm a, uh, I have I'm an gonna tweet, for a column. I'm going to tweet that the, the Tom Hanks is over here making dad slash bad jokes from the. I don't know if like if talking about girth is a dad joke. No, no, no. You made some earlier, but then you made that one and it was bad. So I'm gonna slash it. That's fine. Um, Tweet. So I think to answer uh, the Bone Man's question, steeplechase, right? Yeah. Agreed. Nicole is the toughest person (laughs) that we probably know. Yeah. She's almost Perhaps. as tough as single uh, U.S. champion That's, in the hardest running event as single we know. Yeah. Nicole Bush. Put it on a business card, Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> this is a business card someone else will have to print up for me. Uh, cool. Can we go on to something light for the next question? Light? Short. Or Can we do the short question? Tom's itching to do a bit. So. <laughs> oh, uh. This one is about um, whether something's racist or not. Oh, yeah, very light. Pretty light. Topical. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> My name is David. I'm just looking for a quick opinion on something. Uh, it seems very popular every time Galen Rupp runs a race to talk about American-born records versus American records. Uh, I don't understand why so many people in the sport want to place such an emphasis on American-born. It seems like we're creating a state category for him to win at. Um, and honestly, it seems pretty racist. Uh, so just looking for all of your opinions on that. Thanks. Bye. So before you guys uh, give your opinion, can I share Scott Olberding's opinion? Scott chimed in on this uh, yesterday because 
uh, it was tweeted at me and him because we mentioned it, I guess, kind of like in the lane nine column. Um, I'm trying to find the response right now. I want to get ahead of something with it, though. Uh, <laughs> like, people are going to say that, like, the question is whether or not that's racist, and someone's going to clarify and say it's not actually racist, it's nativist, or it's jingoistic. Like, the problem with saying that is you're going to ignore the fact that, like, there is to a certain point <clears throat> at the core of this statement that, like, like some like culturally more Bernard Lagat or whoever's times don't matter. There is a certain level of racism there. So, so it's just to clarify, like that's, that's something where like someone's going to try and tie you up on the technicality as to what racist means. But like, there is like at its core, like a certain level of racism there. So Scott says the guy laid out, you know, a, d- a decent, thread on Twitter when he tweeted at us. Uh, Scott says, I'm not a fan of the American-born distinction. It's a way of creating a lower tier for black people. Black sprinters are African-American. My lineage is German and Norway, but I'm not referred to as European-American. So what are your guys' thoughts? I was thinking, so I guess in terms of what Scott was saying, it's interesting. Yeah, only black athletes are really given that that African-American title and like that's what this this American born thing is for, it's for the white athletes. Because like there have been white athletes that have gone on to compete for their majority white countries. And there isn't the kind of outcry that there is for that versus what Bernard Lagat did when he competed for one and then wanted to compete for America. If, I mean, does that make sense? Or is my logic sound there? Or is that like, like, uh, not to, not to, to use like, but I think that like the core of the argument, I think the second that you start saying like American born versus uh, all comers or whatever the term would be is like a tacit acknowledgement of the belief that like there's a biological difference between an African and an Anglo runner um, and that, like, you're trying to say that there's an unfair benefit that comes from being black, which is a weird thing. Usually, like, I think the issue here is like a whole multitude of reasons why Kenyan athletes run as fast as they do. Um, and to a certain extent, like, any runner that runs fast has some sort of biological advantage. Um, some Kenyan athletes might have a systemic advantage with the way athletics Kenya does drug testing, like as we're starting to learn. Um, but for like, let's say an athlete like Meb, who never gets brought up in these conversations, like no one ever says something about Meb not being American born necessarily, even though if you look for like, his this development is as a so runner. Kind of he, yeah. Did it did he used to though? Because he came up before really our time in being with like was he was he subject to the type yeah. of scrutiny before? Because he I mean he was he was a world class runner kind of before we would have maybe been cognizant of the running world. So perhaps yeah. this kind of shit was being thrown around about him. You also have to think too that that's also when, before like the internet where one yeah, person what that opinion. Yeah, he, well, not just let's run because this is something that's like well, he won his silver medal in two thousand four. Dies, it's, it's not like Twitter, Twitter or things like that. Before um, smartphones, 
I think it's like easy to say this is just let's run, but like realistically, there's people who aren't on let's run that have this opinion, um, and there's people on let's run that don't. Uh, but I think what makes it difficult is the fact that like this gets applied selectively. Mm-hmm. If there was a Japanese runner just... that came to the U.S. when he was a kid and like grew up here in the U.S., but he was Japanese born. Do you think that, like, if that athlete was running the same time since Paul Chalimo, well, that there just would be gets into a... this whole, it's like this whole, like, nativist thing. Would you guys like, remember? We're, we're making it seem like you have, I mean, yeah, it's going to make me angry. What, sorry, Nicole. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, if anyone knows this. Other, um, they used to separate all American certificates mm-hmm. based on who was American and who was not. And so there'd be like, you could get top 10 if there's a few non-Americans. It was all American and all America, right? I believe so. Yeah. That was up until pretty recently. Yeah. I think that's still pretty recent. Um, I think it happened. I think the change happened while I was in college. So here's, here's kind of my issue with it. And I think, I don't know if you guys agree with it, but it seems that people have a huge issue with American runners not performing at the world stage. And like, it's disappointing when none of our, you know, 1500 runners make it past prelims of a world championships or something like that. And you're going to get 50. And yeah. Go back a sentence. It's just like, so there's this idea where it's like American distance running needs to compete on the world stage at a high level. And if we go to the world championships and none of our runners make it to the final for an event, people will say that, you know, they went home devastated and it doesn't make sense. Right. Sorry. So you're saying it's a performance but, thing. No, but I no, no, I'm not completely erased. I'm not done. I'm agreeing with okay. you on this because I think the other half of it is that then we go on to a smaller scale with it and we say, Okay, well, like it's it's it is a race thing because I think it's like this is American this this list of times and it needs to stay like American sort of thing. But I don't think you can have it both ways. Like you can't have that complaint that like we don't compete at world championships and things like that. But then you can't also have that thing where you're like there needs to be a separate list of top performances for people that are born here. Because I think that realistically, if you're fast, you're fast. And what makes America different than other countries is that there's a lot of different people from different backgrounds coming in here and living here. And like, what's the difference between someone whose parents, you know, have the kid here, but the kid is biologically Kenyan growing up through the entire system versus somebody who comes over later. Well, technically that first person's American born. The second person's not like realistically, it doesn't matter. Like no one's sitting there looking at a time that Galen Rupp ran and thinking that he ran faster than these other runners in the grand scheme of what actually matters in running, you know, Galen's great, but he's not these other runners. And, like, realistically, it doesn't matter. American records, it might matter. But that's an American record. It's not an American-born record. Like, the, the question's been answered, I think. 
I think uh, my input is it's uh, it's not inclusive. It's an inherently negative. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you ran this, but and it's just kind of like not in the spirit of the sport. Exactly. How do you feel, Ryan? I I don't know. It's such a difficult, uh, I think, thing to articulate because I've been trying to formulate it in my head and I can't really find the right words. But I think both, yeah, I mean, I obviously agree with the sentiments that both of you are expressing, and I, but I think at the same time, one of the things that both of you were talking about were, were times and being fast and having these sorts of things matter when I think at the root of it, it's more of a, yeah, the whole thing is just, it's a race thing. It's not about who's fast and who's not. It's about who people are willing to accept and who people aren't and who the people and who the, the these arbiters with the let's run message boards are willing to accept not the black athletes, not the African athletes, not, not the ones that have, I don't know. And so that to me is the whole issue. It's not whether or not this person's fast relative to what or who this person has come from or where, I mean, like the whole thing is that they have, they want to create a a subset uh, to make it seem like their accomplishments are less than. And I think that that is the problem. It's not about where their times rank. It's it's the the problematic thing is how they discuss who these people are and where they came from. And that, that to me, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's hypocritical. Um, it's, it's all the things that I hate that are going on right now. Um, sorry, Nicole. Their mindset basically boils down to, you know, who has it too good. These people that like, had a really shitty life overseas and like had to move over here. They oh, want to come here. Good. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you for wanting to come here and like live in America, which has all these great things. Like, yeah, that's what it comes. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's Nicole, um, what do you think? It feels racist. It is racist because it is racist. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know where the people have the right words. Feels. You what? But I'm a female, so I'm going to say it feels racist. Yeah, I said like it does. It feels it just it feels yicky, and don't I don't feel uh, articulate enough to really I think put the right words into it. I'm sure there are other runners that are far more educated than me that can maybe synthesize these things into. But at the end of the day, yeah, it just it has nothing to do with. In my mind, these performances, it's they don't they don't care about like preserving times. They care about not having it be that person and that's the fuck that preserving thing. whiteness yeah in american distance right? yeah it's not times it's not performance. can we have yeah, dave it's... waddle back sort of thing he had a cool hat though so. three things like that um i have an idea <laughs> move um, on just... let's move on let's uh let's have some laughs again can we go to the shorts question yeah yeah let's go to the question <laughs> about shorts the shorts question comes at the end of like a call with three questions and two of them were not so great. One of them was like, if Wade Van Eekirk was given EPO, would he break the 800 meter world record? And it's like, that gets into really murky water waters. Is that and a Polish yeah. guy? No. Uh, Wade Van Eekirk? I have no idea. South Africa. World record holder in the fourth. Um, so uh, let's, w- w- how would you feel 
up moving on to the uh, text message portion. Yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. Okay. What's up, RTC crew? I am a distance runner for an engineering school in upstate New York. Recently fell into an injury spiral that made me miss outdoors. Uh, My coach is having me try a practice uh, called earthing or grounding. You basically just walk around barefoot or lay down on the grass for uh, a while every day. And the, quote, natural connection, end quote, with the earth is supposed to speed up the healing process. Just wanted to see what you guys thought of this. And if you've heard of it, feel free to shit on it because I know it sounds hippy-dippy AF. What does AF stand for? As Always fun. Always fun. Hippy-dippy, always fun. Uh, did you guys see the movie Avatar? No. Uh, which one's that? The James Cameron romp. James Cameron? Yeah, he had a movie that came Titanium. out. And it was about the planet, and they had a mineral called unobtainium. Ferngully. This is just another movie reference. That person was right. Um, but so that whole thing was like connecting with Mother Earth, or as they called it, Awa. Um, it was like Yahweh. Yeah, I think that's kind of James Cameron's not particularly like the most James creative Cameron? person. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Are you uh, surprised uh, that James Cameron any, did Avatar? Any, oh, uh, I don't anyway. think I've heard it. I'll look, I'll look him anyway. up. Anyway. Yeah, the Terminator. Sorry, Nicole wants to move on. Anyways, like he, he has, like in that movie, it's that whole thing about like connecting back with the earth and everything. I think your coach needs to watch a movie that's not Avatar. <laughs> it's like, this doesn't make sense to me. Like walking around barefoot is a good way I mean, to splinter. Laying down did the say grass. Injury spiral, which kind of implies like, I'll try anything at this point. Like grounding. Oh yeah. Well, he didn't it did, like I guess the tone of his text message it didn't seem like he was opposed or that it's not like he's like my coach wants me to do this and I'm not so sure about it. Just throwing like, feelers out. Just feel free to yeah. shit on it, but I'm still doing it. I'd like to run into this person in the middle of the woods just like who the fuck is like he, what who what is this guy doing? That'd be terrible. Yeah, but like the idea the of like the Earth having anything to do with your healing process is insane. Like that's no, how it's Steve not. Jo- no, that's how Steve Jobs died of cancer. No, you're thinking of Bob Marley. Steve Jobs probably had the, the no, team of no, the- no. Steve Jobs had cancer, and instead of doing like traditional treatment, did homeopathic remedies, and like. Man, the iPhone could be so much more dope if he had just gotten fucking chemo. Yeah, or he no, died of chemo. What are you guys drinking over there? Uh, rose every day. <laughs> no, uh, no. So I think it's just like Nicole. Would you ever do this to cure, cure, heal? Sure. Why not? He's at an it's, it's like it's like a form of meditation. It's like think about what you've done, evaluate things. Like yeah, but does that does that translate to to bone health? Why not? Not saying it's gonna like cure everything, but like everyone could go take a walk outside with no shoes on. Have you guys ever think. heard of Reiki? Or Reiki? yes, I've heard of Reiki. Yes. So Reiki, Reiki is touch thing. Yeah, so they like hover their hands above you. Oh, like Mr. Miyagi. Uh, guy. No, not really. Do oh, they do stuff to your third eye? It's kind of like it's it's the using of energy to heal and everything. I dated a girl once who um, was looking back on it um, 
and I don't want you to judge me because of it. Uh, she thought like her niece was clairvoyant. Oh yeah. And that like her niece and her sister had learned Reiki and like healing and stuff like that. What does clairvoyance have to do with healing touch? Um, She's saying like the ghost gives me power. Well, it's, it's more like if you believe in one dumb thing, you're going to believe in all, all the dumb things. Burning Man every year now. Like, that's kind of like bad decisions. But what I'm saying is, is like... So is it's this all... more effective than Reiki, you think? Like the grass thing? No, I don't think either one's effective. Here's the thing. I'm kind of with Nicole on it that I... Maybe... Maybe this person's a bit of a head case and all they really need to do is rest. And the coach was just like, man, go walk around the fucking woods and get out of my hair for a goddamn week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just it's not exactly the sentiment I had, but yeah. No, no, your sentiment was a little nicer. <laughs> I took it a, a step further. I but I do also, I do think... That <laughs> it's better with the swears. Yeah. There is... That's uh, probably how the coach talked. There is something about sitting silently and thinking about what you've done to yourself to, uh, <laughs> that could promote that could promote wellness. If only uh, only Jerry Schumacher put Chris Linsky on timeout. Yeah, he would still be running. Give me yeah. your shoes. Go walk. <laughs> Go walk barefoot through the. Uh, Go walk through the wood chips. Forest in the middle that of our track, good. which is not. It's not a full forest. I've never seen it. It's kind of only I've never like had the bit. privilege of seeing it. Nicole, have you seen the track in the trees? Chris has seen it. On Instagram. Chris probably has you haven't one been of there? His... I feel like anybody... Chris probably has as one of his Tinder pictures. Chris has probably run a marathon on it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, Chris's Tinder pictures are like him at the finish line of the New York Marathon, him at the finish line of the Boston Tinder Marathon. Picture? Him because at the, him at the what are your Twitter or what are your Tinder parameters? No, I'm just no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like <laughs> every time I hear about Chris and Tinder, he's like, this girl goes, "Oh man, I read your stuff on Sports Illustrated or Sidious," and it's like because Chris's pictures are all like, no, not yeah. at all, not at all. You're totally wrong on this. Him at the Olympics. <laughs> That's one of them. Yeah. Is there a picture? Wait, because I'm not there's on one Tinder. Usain Bolt for sure. I'm not. I'm not on Tinder, so I. I'm not on Tinder sure. either. I'm not on Tinder either. You're up plenty of fish. Bumble. Bumble. Yeah. Bumble. Uh, hinge. Hinge. Oh, okay. So I've seen some <laughs> tweets. I've been on. I've. I have never used a dating app, so I don't know what any of these are. But recently on Twitter, on the Twitter, I've been seeing a lot of people mention things about Hinge. Mm-hmm. So I would like somebody to give me just a quick. 10-second rundown. Elevator pitch. Elevator pitch. Uh, On Hinge, you answer, like, four questions. Uh, There's a bunch of questions you can ask uh, that are asked, and it's just a prompt. You fill in, like, what's your most irrational fear? And mine is, like, uh, being pushed on the subway tracks uh, uh, by by a random stranger, which is actually not irrational. It's pretty rational. Um, Then you could do, like, two truths and a lie, and then you list two truths and a lie. Uh, Another one is... Like okay. rank these three TV shows. I don't have that one, but like that's a popular one. Uh, if so I people see your answers and that's how they judge you. So you you can answer I think four questions and they can like your individual answer. 
um, or comment on it. And that, and then you can see if they like it or if they comment on it. You can match with that person, and then just the conversation goes from there. You have to meet or, friends of friends, not randos. Yes, it is friends of friends, not random people. Um, and also, you uh, you upload like five photos, oh. and oh. so yeah, there's it's it's a lot going on there. <laughs> it's if you want to meet to someone, profiles that say if you want to meet someone, get their phone number and a post a note. Ask for both of their names. And have them write. And ask for both of their names. Chris, on your Hinge profile, is there a picture of you and several of your friends at brunch, and the cop captions something like "brunch with the boys"? No. Oh, There's a photo man. of me sipping coffee in a City's Mag sweater. Oh yeah. Sweater. <laughs> yeah. Is and it the, the pink one? It's the crew neck. It's a gray crew neck. The gray Paul, crew neck. Paul Snyder called it my small business owner shirt. Uh, <laughs> picture. <laughs> is Sidious going to participate in small business Saturdays? What is that? It's what? a fake holiday that American Express came up with because they charge more for their credit card processing fees. No, but we are going to pick. Uh, I was thinking we're going to pick National uh, Sidious Mag Day, and it's just going to be celebrated nationally. Uh, Can we have June it be 9th, on April 4th? Right? No, it's June 9th. <laughs> April 4th. It's a dual holiday. 6-9. Oh, God. Okay, uh, next text message. So actually, uh, <laughs> as you guys were, uh, during our introduction, we actually got a, I think like a 400-word text message from Aaron Finn. Um, mm-hmm. 400 words? Who's Aaron Finn? Michigan runner. Like from Michigan or runs no, for runs University of Michigan. Michigan? Are you shitting us here, Ryan? Am I doing what? Who sends a 400 word text message? So tell me when to I'm not, I'm not shitting anyone. I'm, I'm sorry if Aaron You don't know who Aaron Finn is? I don't follow it that. I, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want to like out myself as some. No, I, I, I know enough about a few all Americans. Okay. All America or all, I'm just kidding. That's, uh, <laughs> she's terrible, terrible. Thing. Okay. All right. Fine. To clarify, she's a white. Oh, wow. <laughs> just that one out of the pod. So where does that fit in? Anyway, you guys can tell me when to stop. She won. She listened to the last episode and had an issue with what you guys were saying about one thing. Hell, saying about you. Here we go. Hi, City Mag. Wait, pause. Who specifically did she have the problem with? I haven't read this whole text message, so we're just. Can we just get it now? (laughs) We got it uh, like twenty minutes ago. Um, Hi, Sidious Mag. Here's a quick bit of information regarding the energy systems used in sprinting. We are. We are powered for activity via three energy systems, aerobic, anaerobic, and uh, creatine phosphate. Uh, Creatine. No, this is not. I know what creatine is not right. Whenever we're living, we're employing multiple energy systems simultaneously. Each of these three energy systems generates. Oh, come on. She's dropping these crazy words. Add right, skip ahead. Skip ahead. Yeah. Is there a question? We get it. Okay. So then she says, or ATP, which is used is a usable form of energy for our cells and thus our bodies. Example: gasoline-powered cars, not crude oil. Below is a brief description of the three energy systems. Okay, we're gonna skip that. She lists all three energy systems. As mentioned before, all three of these systems simultaneously power oh. activity. The intensity and duration of the activity, however, determine which is the primary source of energy. Show some so, respect, gentlemen. So in a 200-meter sprint, so this is going back to the question about the could, could you hold your breath for a 200-meter sprint. Mm-hmm. 
in a two, so in a 200 meter sprint, while the anaerobic and CP systems dominate, you're actually using the aerobic system as well. So while you could technically comp complete a 200 meter sprint without breathing, you'd probably do better not holding your breath. Here's an abstract quantifying the use of anaerobic and aerobic systems for 200. Pause. What's her event? The question wasn't. What's her How fast could you do it? Is it? It was. Could you do it? Of yeah. course you could. Of yeah. course it would suck based on everything that she's saying. But uh. I, okay, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. Aaron. Right, Go yeah. on with the. She says, "I know this is super long, so I totally don't mind if you don't want to share it on the podcast. Just wanted. I thought you guys would be interested in this." We weren't. So probably, probably. Thought we were not interested in Nicole. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably the answer that we got to is the same as the one that she's telling us it is, but we got there in a way that was just totally wrong. Right, right. It's like when you do. No, that's a bad analogy. No, it's kind of like the fact that the secondary slogan of our podcast is "fuck science." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're anti-science. Sup nerds. Climate change is the hoax. Our our podcast slogan is "sup nerds," and then an image of a guy grabbing his crotch. <laughs> um, Nicole is it, cringing I'm so a, much. I'm she's a five k, ten k runner, right? Nicole? Yeah. No, she's just... No, 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 Aaron Finn, Aaron Finn. Let me Aaron tell you a little bit okay, about... Okay, so a woman grabbing her crotch instead of a man. That's better. That's better. It's That's funnier. Much better. It's funnier. It's Nicole Bush grabbing her crotch saying, <laughs> suck her. Uh, like Aaron, the, the idea of Hillary Clinton saying, suck my dick, is so, so much funnier than I will tell any you, man that I could If imagine. Hillary Clinton walked on stage at a debate... Grabbed her crotch, said, "Suck my dick." She would be president right we are now. We're still in the Iran deal. She would be president <laughs> right now. Because um, Donald like, Trump would just be like, "Whoa, whoa, okay." And all of those hicks. <laughs> that's right. All of those hicks that voted for <laughs> Donald Trump would have been like, "Wow, we've I'm impressed." We've said <laughs> enough bad stuff about Let's Run to the fact where, like, I don't think any Trump supporting runners still care about this podcast. If you are, if you're, if you do, and you're listening to this podcast, I, uh, it's I don't your boy need, Young P Bone. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, need your patronage. So, no, so uh, Aaron Finn is a five k, ten k runner, right? Hey, Aaron, could you hold your breath? Stick for to five? sports, huh? All right. So here's, I feel like I talked about this. <laughs> Stick to sports. Stick to your 5K, it 10K Continue to do both things that bring you joy. Yeah. I would like to know, I would, I would sponsor this event the same way that we're sponsoring a blue jean mile kind of record attempt. Just, uh, you know how they do the 24-hour races or just a time limit, basically. I would like to do a race just to see the farthest somebody could run while holding their breath. Do you think that, how would you, that would, how would you police that? You would ride a bike next to them and like. I think, but I can like you know, maybe, like maybe you put like you a, have a device, device over that them prevents them from breathing. <laughs> you have a device that prevents them from breathing, and then like, they rip it off. I would just. We should just use the honor system. Duct tape over their mouth. <laughs> Black electrodes. What yeah. about like a, a gimp mask? Earplugs too for fun, just because. Yeah, actually, we'll, we'll we'll bring it back to last podcast. Uh, Ball Put gag. a belt around their neck and a ball, a ball gag gag. Out. <laughs> All right. Go, go um, I'm looking for a podcast that talks about ball gags and also like these. Why Jordan McNamara wasn't better at running? <laughs> yeah. I, I want like an in depth analysis of 
semi-obscure uh, professional runners, um, discussion of ball gags, but also like the difference between <laughs> racism, nationalism, and jingoism. What a show. This is an incredible show. Well, jingoism, I think, is like an idea of, of uh, nationalism that develops into war. I think Isn't that that is movie like, with the lizards? It's like no immigrants. The laser movie. Like, <laughs> You're thinking Rango. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Johnny did Tom movie. stop talking? Johnny Depp. All right. Uh, the other text message you got. <laughs> Can we do this? This the last one. This last is the one. last one. Last one. Okay. Would you rather have a text message or a voicemail that also just came in? Something that just came in. I want the voicemail. Hey, this is Reagan calling from Wisconsin. So um, I just wanted to see. We've had quite a few people on our team get cut off during races um, by spectators, like walking. Um, backwards into the under the course or just like not paying attention and walking across uh, the track and so I just wanted to see like spectators pretty much just have one job which is to watch the race or the races and so like when they're not paying attention and walking across it's kind of annoying so if, um, if you're in a race and somebody walks across and Going around isn't an option. What's your move? Do you d- just yell at them, deck them? Is there a flying spike kick? Just wanted to see um, what you guys thought. Thanks. <clears throat> so a uh, Scotty just called in uh, wanting to know what do you do if a spectator gets in your way during a race? You yell at them and then you don't move. You, you Oh, like, like you lower your shoulder into them? I like no, you just said. keep running and act like you didn't know they were there, even though you just yelled at them really aggressively to move. But then you're saying you don't move, so you're saying you... Well, you continue yeah, to run. You don't change your... your yeah, you don't change your course. So if they're still in your way, you hit them. You move enough, and then, yeah, I guess you, you drop a shoulder a little bit. I think you move enough, but then also you kind of do want to hit them a little yeah, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that you said spectators have one job. Oh, that's the best. It's not part of the stick to sports. It's like stick to not sports. You have one job. <laughs> I spit it so out of the way. I don't know. Relatively fast. I think the guy that won ran like twenty four thirty, so it's like fairly competitive. It's not the Newtown one. The new yeah, because there's one race in Connecticut that's like a big deal. Uh, yeah, for Thanksgiving. This isn't yeah. that one. The Manchester one. Manchester one. Uh, so it was a stagecoach to the Coachella. Right. It was the underlay. Okay. And it was like a teen, if that makes it better. Like, I was running. Did you spit on a team? I didn't spit on somebody, but the teen, <laughs> like, came out basically like, into my pet, into the path that I was running, and like, was yelling at me. Not something nice, something a teen was doing with his other teen friends. <laughs> And so I had to move out of the way, but I turned my head to the side and I spit. I didn't know if I hit him, but that was that was my. Are defense. you saying team or team? Team, team, uh, team. Yeah, like a sixteen-year-old kid that was probably getting high. In the were you? He was grounding uh, before I the race. Be, I had to be twenty-two, maybe twenty-one, twenty-two. Just spitting on children. I was an adult have and you, I spat no, on a child. Have you ever spit on somebody? I've done that. Have I ever spit on somebody other than that? Yeah. Um, on accident. Okay, but never purposely. 
No. So this is like an isolated incident. So you really meant it. You were really upset. It's like that scene in Titanic. What do you, what's the, what, where, where Jack and Rose are spitting on each other? Yeah, 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 but then later she spits in his face during the ro- whole rowboat situation. When they're making out? Wait, what rowboat situation? I don't know. She does it on uh, her shitty her fiance. fiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she, had Vasil- she had Vaseline in her mouth for that scene. Did you for your scene? Yeah, I was actually, I knew that, this, that there was a problematic teen on the course that I was going to have to potentially spit Vaseline. I thought that you, if when you run, your mouth bleeds, and so you just fill it with Vaseline, like oh, a dog no. with peanut it butter. It would be even better if my mouth is oh, full of God. blood and I spit blood at this kid. So are we a pro? <laughs> it would be, be great to just like spit blood on a teen while you're running on a race and just be like, I told you to move. Are we a pro spitting on spectators podcast? No, 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 no. no. Just Ryan. No, I don't even. Think I don't I feel think bad. That. Like we'll be clear, I don't feel bad about what I did because it was a team. They're not even people. Yeah, like if it was, <laughs> if it was like a, if it was a single mother, if it was a single mom, yeah, you should mom. be in jail. Yeah, because you know who's spitting on single moms? Society. The All right, and with that, that is <laughs> episode four point five of Running Things Considered. Can we just call it episode five? Because yeah, yeah, the short one is four point five. Five point five. No, the short one was three point five. Oh, okay. All right, so if you are interested in calling into the show, the number is 646-780-9218. Ryan has this one memorized because he could recite it on a Saturday night and and get through. Uh, So that, once again, that number is 646-780-9218. Call us, leave a voicemail, and uh, we will answer any and all of your questions on this podcast. We have a few that we saved uh, for the next show. Um, So once again... uh, on behalf of Tom's, Nicole, and Ryan, uh, that has been episode five of Running Things Considered. Hold on,